In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. guys, well, welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And as you guys know, during this podcast series and YouTube channel that you may be on right now, I'm walking you through the days of my new book, Fasting for Miracles. And today we're on day 19. Now, let me just say this. If this is the first day and you just stumbled across this YouTube video or this podcast, I'd love to encourage you to go back and to listen to the host series because I want to walk you through the power of fasting, how God uses this spiritual discipline of fasting to really show you your miracle, how you can believe for breakthrough, how you can believe for answered prayer. So there's 21 days in this series of believing God for your breakthrough and your miracle. And I just wanna walk you through this podcast, this YouTube video you might be on, and just dialogue with some of our staff here at Influence Church. So today it's my honor, I'm so excited. She's so gorgeous, first of all. Um, This is Pastor Erica, she's our lead pastor here at Influence Church, and she and her husband are amazing, but normally she's behind the camera. So Mm -hmm. I'm pulling her out because she has too much wisdom for you not to hear from her. And she and her husband, Pastor Nate, also obviously are on this fast with us, and we are on day 11, honestly. But today, we're going to do a podcast on day 19 in the book. Day 19. So we're journeying together in this, I guess we'll call it journey, of fasting and believing God for miracles and believing God for our breakthrough. So let me just start by asking you, Mm -hmm. is there something you're asking God for? Yeah, um, so with every year of doing a fast, it kind of just sets the tone, and I love it because it just separates me from what I've been so busy with the busyness and with school, with the kids, and just work overall, but fasting makes us pause. Yeah. It makes us be still, and I know that scripture is so simple to where it's like, be still and know that I am God, but it really does that, mm-hmm. and for me, uh, right now, uh, my family were in construction, and so I'm just praying and fasting about. I want a kitchen. I want a my house to be done, and just for some breakthroughs with overall mm-hmm. of my family of just being finished because we all know, especially you know us wives, construction can bring us stress. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and you know. The one thing we've talked a lot about, it's not something that most churches Mm -hmm. teach. I know you came from a a church that did, but very few teach uh, teach on fasting and the power of fasting. So let's take a moment before we jump in our passage for today. And fasting can also be frustrating, right? Because again, we've talked about we're tempering our flesh. You know, we're hungry. And that's the beautiful thing about fasting is it teaches us how to not gratify the desires of the flesh. Mm -hmm. And have you sensed just oh, some of those desires that we have seem to escalate when I'm on a fast. Right. Do you feel that? I mean, oh, if you struggle with some of those? Yes. I mean, last night, uh, I'm doing like a Daniel and my son, we went to in and out and so badly I wanted bread. And I'm just like, and then this morning I saw someone eating a cookie and I'm just like, why do I want that so bad? Yeah. 
But at the same time, during this fast, it's like, you know, it reminds me, we have authority over our body so and that authority comes from the Lord himself. And without that, I would just be weak. I would just be stumbling. But what helps me during those moments is continuing of meditating on his word, mm -hmm. on scripture, but even worship songs. Yes. It releases even those chemicals in your brain too. Yeah. It's like, oh, healing. And it's like, you know, Lord, again, brings back my focus of why I'm fasting and what I'm just excited about yeah. with fasting. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. Um, last night, my husband and I were going to a meeting. It was like 4.30 and we're on a sun up to sundown. Yeah. So we don't eat till the sun sets and it's typically five o'clock and he's like, I'm serving. And, and he was on a phone call that was a conflict phone call. Mm. So it was something they were needing to make a resolution. And he looked at me and said, I'm so hungry, I can't think. Mm. And what happens again, we have to remember, we have this natural fleshly tendency. Yeah. We are a holistic being, body, soul, spirit. Yeah. And so the flesh wants to war, it wants to eat, it wants to gratify itself, it's, it has these desires. And I said, it's, it's interesting because I could have gotten frustrated with him, but yeah. I realized, Pastor Erica, immediately the spiritual warfare. Right. And I said, baby, come on, we're 30 minutes away. Right. Let's push through. Let's take a deep breath. Let's talk about this before you get on the phone to call this person because you're a little angry right now. Let's right. talk it through. And we were partners together. And he yeah. said to me, I'm so glad you talked me off the cliff. Yeah. Now, why? Because he was hungry. Right. And I've said, you've heard me say this before. If I can learn to say no to food, I can learn to say no to other temptations in my right. life. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons I think Jesus uses fasting as one of the spiritual disciplines of our right. flesh is we have to, as you said, Pastor Erica, understand the authority we have to say no to sin. Yeah. And not the food is sin or eating is sin. Right. But what it is, it's if you've made a commitment, you said no, you are strengthened, you are yeah. fortified. Yeah. There's a resilience when I say, no, I will, for me, I will not eat till five o'clock. Yeah. And it's not legalistic or law, it's a commitment that it I've is. made. And it's made me stronger in my belief that God's coming through with my miracle. Yeah, that reminds me of what you were just talking about. It's just even Christ himself when he was fasting and how he was led in the, the desert in temptation by the spirit. Yes. And for how much, you know, even the rock into the bread. And, but the thing that, the enemy kept questioning was his identity. Yes. Over and over, those yes. those temptations, those times. And and that's the thing, is like, you know what? Like I am the child of God, and that's what you're talking about with authority. It's like, I will have authority over this. Yeah. And that's what Christ did. I have authority over this. Yes. I know who I am and yeah. whose I am, and just I'm not carry this. And at the end he goes, Get away from me. Yeah. And so like for me, I'm just like, if I have that temptation with chocolate or anything else, I'm like, get away from me. Yeah, <laughs> like, just speak. We had mm -hmm. to speak through yeah. it, you know? That's so good. Well, today's passage um, on day 19 is really interesting. And many of us know the story. It's the story of the feeding of the 5,000. And let's set it up. You know, Jesus had been ministering and all the multitudes were following. The multitudes heard about him and they were following. They were getting their needs met or miracles met. Or, and I love this story. So I just want to dialogue with you because the disciples came and they said, hey, Jesus, Hey, it's starting to get dark and we got a whole lot of people on our watch right now. Yeah. I mean, just look out there and it was just everywhere was a sea of humanity. And they said, should we tell them to go home and then come back tomorrow, right? right. You can do more miracles yeah. tomorrow. And Jesus said, well, then feed them. Are right. they hungry? Feed yeah. them. Why do you think that the disciples didn't even think about the fact that mm -hmm. they could feed? Why didn't they understand? They already were on a roll of miracles, right? right? Yeah. Jesus has yeah. been... Why didn't it even dawn on them? And so my thought is, I wanna ask you this, why there's certain things that I think Jesus can do 
Right. And it doesn't even, it doesn't dawn on me at times that he can do all things. Right. So let's think about that. What do you think the disciples were thinking? Do you think maybe they were just exhausted and like, please tell everybody to go home. I just want a break. Yeah. I mean, that could happen, especially in ministering throughout the day. And like what you say with even Pastor Phil about when he was hungry, he couldn't really think. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what, you know, we just, it says with um, the New Testament, we have, to, we have to renew our minds in the mind of Christ. Yeah. And, and that's an everyday theme to where Paul even said, our flesh must die. Yeah. And I know for me, I sometimes even limit God. Mm -hmm. God, can you really show up in this situation? Mm -hmm. God, can you really answer this prayer? And just like disciples, when they're like scared of the storm or they're scared of like the people or just want to be done with it, mm -hmm. and Lord's like, I'm not finished yet. Like you, you haven't seen nothing yet. Yep. So I totally believe that. Well, you know, I love the story because I love the humor of God because yeah. he likes to take small little things and make an abundant. He likes to take things for children. Yeah. The little boy. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. think about it. So here they have, you know, the small, what, a couple of fish, a couple yeah. of loaves. Yeah. I mean, you, you work with children. You remember Five the two. story, yeah. right? Five, two. <laughs> now let's think about it. Which was the bigger miracle? Not having anything mm. and making something from it or having a small amount? Because don't you know the disciples are like, oh, great, Jesus. We went and we got what's here, the yeah. resources. Because I, when I ask God, I want big resources. Right. Like if I ask for something, then I want somebody that's a multimillionaire to come and I meet them and they meet my need. Yeah. I don't want some small little-minded person that doesn't have the resources. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? Yeah. I wonder if the disciples were like, couldn't we have gathered more fish and loaves, God, and yeah. bread, right? Right. So now there's a small amount. Mm -hmm. Now look what he says. Look what he said to him. Now you go feed them. Right. Jesus wasn't going to feed them. Mm -hmm. He said to the disciples, you go feed them. Yeah. Why do you, what do you think he was trying to teach the disciples here? Well, I mean, just from the very start, I will make you a fisher of men. Mm, so good. And to where it's just like, you know what, it's, and that's what Jesus even told him when he left. You guys would do greater works, mm -hmm. but it's in the training. It's the mindset mm -hmm. that has to change. And in this time, it's the training that Jesus was doing with the disciples of, okay, now I'm not going to do everything for you and hold your hand. I'll always be with you, of course, but go. And that's why the Great Commission is like, go. It starts with go. So of course, good. it tells us about where our authority is of heaven and earth. Now go. So I totally think in that journey, disciples see the authority, but now they had to realize the go part. So do you think that this miracle was more for the disciples or more for the multitudes? Oh man, I, I would say disciples. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna vote disciples, vote, I'm voting disciples. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just thinking ahead of, of course we know the story, but like the disciples and letting their eyes, whatever was may have been blind, but they needed to see open more again mm -hmm. and just seeing the miracles of what the disciples have done. Mm -hmm to where they're just like, I know Jesus can do this through me yeah. because he showed me how yeah. to. And you know, a lot of people don't understand this or read this part, but I love it when he said, now go and gather mm. what's left over. Yeah. And they gathered 12 baskets yeah. full, one for each disciple. Right. And I love that because we like to call them around here, as you know, Jehovah Sneaky. Right. That there's always a lesson, even in the lesson. Right. And here they were able to go and just hand out the loaves and hand out the fish and hand right. out the loaves. And it's kind of like, remember the woman with the oil? Mm. And he said, with we've talked about this, if you haven't checked out that particular day, the woman with the oil and the lo and the um, the bread, the flour and the oil. And he said, go get the containers. Yeah. And he said, don't just get a few. Right. So it was limited on how many containers she got. Because right. the oil continued to flow as long as she had containers. Mm. 
the baskets were there. Right. The bread was there. So I can just imagine having this tiny little bit, handing it out, handing it out. Wait, it's not disappearing. Right. Wait, it's multiplying. Wait, yeah. my basket's getting heavier. Wait, yeah. I've got more. And that's the miracles and the abundance of what God wants to do in your life. Yeah. He wants to do Ephesians 3.20, exceedingly, abundantly, beyond mm. all that we ask or think. So he gave them a basket, and basically I think it was don't ever not have something in your hand to give out. Yeah, you know, Pastor Tammy, we, we actually, we just had staff meeting and we talked about honor. And imagine when Jesus said, now go and gather. And one of the disciples was like, this is impossible. I don't want to do this and didn't do it. Right. And I love the fact that like the disciples said, you know what, we're going to do it because he's our teacher when we're under his anointing, his leadership. And like you said, there was a basket for each disciple. Mm -hmm. And we talk about, you know, when you honor your, your leaders, your, your pastors, there's also a blessing that overflows for you. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even think about that until just right now. Yeah. It's just like, you know, in the obedience and in the honoring that the disciples have shown, they also got a blessing, but not even just for them, but for their house. Amen. You know, Amen. because it's, it's not just a basket. Who's going to eat all that? Right. It's for them and their house yes. and even possibly their neighbors. Amen. Yeah, God was blessing them in their obedience. Yeah. And he does that with all of us. Well, I want to segue. Every day we do a fasting focus, as you know, and it's so it's our miracle story and our fasting focus, because in this book, I want to teach you the word of God. Mm -hmm. I want to teach you principles of fasting and principles of believing God for miracles. But in today's story, I want to talk to you a little bit about our fasting focus, because it's fasting for humility. Yeah. And as you know, every day we try to fast for things that we need in our life. Yes. We've done consecration or we've done, you know, purity and belief and faith and all these things. Today is humility. And I love this story because it's the passage in Isaiah, as you know, and they come to God, they're talking to God and, and they're doing all this fasting. And then they come and they go, why aren't you listening to us, God? Why aren't you performing miracles? Why aren't you blessing us? And he looks and he says to them, look at your heart. Yeah. Look at the motives. Why are you even fasting? Yeah. Don't bring your fast to me anymore because yeah. all you want are the blessings of the fast. Yeah. And then he makes this comment, he says, you don't even see the homeless or the distraught. You don't see the widows. You walk by every day, mm -hmm. people in need, and yet you're wanting me to see your work. So don't come to me with your fast. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people go, well, I don't fast because that's just works. Right. They're missing the story because yeah. it was the motive of their heart in the fast. So talk to me a little bit about your journey and and what, you know, when somebody's talking about like, why doesn't God bless me? I'm fasting. Right. And it's the motive of the heart. Yeah. Um, it really is the motive of the heart and just as well with the mind. Um, but even when you're talking about that, that scripture, it reminds me of when in the New Testament, when a tax collector and the Pharisee mm -hmm. went to Jesus mm -hmm. and the Pharisee was just talking about like, you know, I went, I go to church, I tithe, I fast twice a week. And then Jesus is like, what about you tax collector? And he goes, I'm not good. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. I, I'm terrible. And that's the thing for me is like, I have to always check my heart and, and know like, there's a fun song that everyone always says, you know, like sit down and be humble. It's true though. I myself, for how much, uh, I have to be careful with the pride. Mm -hmm. And I know that God has given me gifts and opportunities, but it's that humility that we have to stay in because mm -hmm. why? He always wants to get the glory. And that's what I want to make sure is that, you know, God is always gaining the glory and I always stay, stay in that humility 
and just really just, you know, again, sit down and be humble. That's so good. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit. We're almost out of time here, but um, we're, we're doing a corporate fast. Mm-hmm. And so some people have said to me, Tammy, I don't, Pastor Tammy, I don't, I don't believe that you're supposed to talk about your fast. Isn't it private? Mm-hmm. But if you've walked through the book, you realize that I talk about a corporate fast mm-hmm. and then a private fast. Mm-hmm. And both are needed in our life. Yeah. So there's times where my fast, and I'll go on a fast. No one knows it mm-hmm. during the year. It's just I feel led to be on a fast today. But then, of course, we don't, we do know Queen Esther and, and right. many times yeah. in the Bible where where they called a corporate fast. So yeah. we're fasting, we're holding each other accountable, we're talking about it. Even around the office, to be yeah. honest, it's like I'm starving, is it five o'clock yet? Because <laughs> that's my natural tendency, let's just be yeah. honest. But it doesn't mean that I'm wanting someone to pat me on the back or good job, Tammy, you made yeah. it through the day. Because yeah. then, then it becomes about me. Mm-hmm. My fast is a sacrifice mm-hmm. and an offering and exercising my faith. Right. So the more that I understand what a fast is, right. it gives me clarity. And mm-hmm. to your point, every day I have to check my spirit. Mm-hmm. So let's end with a little bit about this. What would you say to someone who said, I, I don't know, are you supposed to tell people you're fasting? Yeah, um, well, that's the great thing. All, no matter what, everything goes the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's what he wants. He wants the credit. He wants the glory and, and, and the honor of that. And so, it's not like I'm gonna hold a sign or wear a t-shirt that says mm-hmm. I'm fasting, but at the same time, it's encouraging, like you can do it too. Yeah. And also look, uh, and, and here's the thing, and that's why Jesus at the end, when he you know, possessed the, the, the demon out and he told, and he goes, how did you do that? Is by praying and fasting. It wasn't like he kept it a secret and was like, it's I prayed. I'm fasted. Like he said, look, this is the power of fasting. Yes. And this is what's needed. Same thing what you said about Queen Esther. Let's all come together because with two or more are gathered, you know, and let's fast about this. Let's see the breakthrough together. Why? It all comes up again to show the glory of God, mm-hmm. to show to where we could put our requests at his feet and say, Lord, I'm going to pray about this. And God's like, I want you to take it even further. And that's mm-hmm. where the fasting comes in. Mm-hmm. And we got to, you know, just sacrifice ourselves, be in humility and just say, Lord, and not being suffering, but in being humility of saying, Lord, I stand before you. I am not perfect. And I just know no matter what, I just want to be a great witness of your words. Yep. Well, you know, we'll end with this. I, I thank you guys for being here. I just want to say this to you, that there are spiritual disciplines that the Bible talks about. Mm-hmm. And they're called disciplines for a reason. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you are trying to stay focused on the gym and go to the gym, that's a discipline. Yeah. To go on a diet and eat correctly, that's a discipline. We need disciplines in our life. Yeah, and I think yeah. that we are a very undisciplined society today. You know, it's very me, me, me. I want, yeah. I want, I want. Selfie, selfie. Very selfie. Yeah, selfies. <laughs> selfies everywhere. So we live in that culture and we don't want to deny ourselves, yeah. and we don't want to be disciplined. So I want to say to you the two disciplines, that's why I think to your point in that scripture where Jesus said, how be it this kind, some things only happen by right. prayer and fasting. Yeah. Those are spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say to you in closing today, would you begin to pray about those two things in your life? Whether you get a prayer partner and a fasting partner or you do it on your own, would you consider today those two spiritual disciplines in your life? Would you begin to say, God, I want to incorporate in my life on a regular basis the discipline of prayer and the discipline of fasting? And would you believe God for breakthrough in your life? Would you believe God for miracles? It's not about what you can do. It's about what he can do for you in you and through you. And that's what he wants to do. So I wanna thank you guys again, whether you're watching us today on our YouTube channel or you've picked us up on our podcast, thank you for joining Tam Talks. And guys, if you are watching on our YouTube, would you go down and just 
click that little notification bell. We'd love for you to know when we have new broadcast up. And if you're watching us on our podcast, would you share this with someone? I believe these teachings are valuable. I believe people need to know these truths and it is a place for real and honest conversation. So Pastor Erica, thank you. Of course. Would you come back again? Yeah. I love dialoguing with you. But guys, pass these on. We love you guys. Stay tuned. Stay strong. If you've not gotten my book, you can find it on Amazon or my website, TammyHotsonPillar.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotsonPillar.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.